0: This is a message from the emergency podcast broadcast system. Please listen closely for a very important episode of the Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture
1: Podcast.
2: Warning! The following podcast contains adult language and childish comedy. Listener discretion is advised. And now,
0: please adjust your headphone volume to an unreasonable level and enjoy the most dynamic and electrifyingly entertaining podcast Ever to
2: conquer cyberspace. This is Amish Baby Machine.
1: Hello, friends, and welcome to the most powerful podcast ever created the Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast starring me, Dags. Today, we have another powerful emergency episode. We have powerful two guests tonight Mike Rez from the powerful Mike Rez Radio, and Chris, the master of Nitrowave TC, powerful Synthwave Collective. Welcome, both of you gentlemen.
2: Good evening, Dags. How are you? It's ya? an honor.
1: I am doing powerfully tonight. I'm
2: glad to hear it. I'm really glad to hear it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Nothing makes me feel better. That's for sure. That's what I was waiting for tonight to hear that.
1: Now, what are your powerful thoughts? The commissar of Minnesota has us on lockdown. What are your thoughts? Is this the real deal?
2: Um, it sounded like the real deal. And then when you like dig into who's essential, it's it's eight, still eighty percent of the workforce. Wait, so eighty percent? Yeah. I didn't so know that. it's it's like, wow. is anything really changing? Because eighty percent of us are still going to work in the morning, so yeah. and at night and in the afternoon. So um, I don't know. I guess uh, there'll be less traffic for me tomorrow when I go back to work.
0: So this twenty percent. I mean, we're talking obviously service industry I was getting hit pretty hard there. Uh, hotels.
2: What else would it uh, be? Some retail. Yeah.
0: From retail. what I Oh hear. yeah.
2: Yep. Podcasters. And, uh, not podcasters. Stay at home podcasters. Yeah.
1: You know, and I was talking about essential things. You know, what's essential is me making my Taco Bell run.
2: Oh, yes. How was your Taco Bell run the last powerful. couple of days?
1: God bless yeah. the workers of Taco Bell. Today, <laughs> today I enjoyed uh, Arby's.
2: Oh, how, how was the Arby's run?
1: Yeah, I should talk about that. Just uh, real quick, though. I want to thank everyone that listens to this powerful episode. It's very powerful today. Thank you. I know you're all in your bunkers. It's uh, getting really sweaty and smelly down there. But God bless you for tuning in. Is that a A-10 warthog, or what is it? I hear something in the background.
2: Oh, yeah, that's... Uh, well, it's going to go along with our uh, topic that's coming up. I'll have to tell you about it later. I can't tell you about it now. Oh, my
0: gosh.
1: Powerful. It's, yeah. Uh, it sounds like a, yeah. a strafing run of an A-10 warthog.
2: Yeah, yeah, we... Degs, we can't talk about it right now. We have
1: to wait. We will oh, talk man. about it on this powerful episode. Guys, tonight this is a powerful episode. We're gonna talk about Synth Wave, and we're gonna talk about a powerful yes. 80s movie. uh uh-huh. Yes. Mike Rez, tell, tell the fans the Flack of Amish. What movie we're gonna talk about tonight.
2: Tonight we're talking about the classic 1980s, 80s movie. Uh 1984, Red Dawn. by the way. 84, 84. Yeah. Yes. Yep, yep. Good starring, cinema. Uh, starring a lot of people that everyone will know and we'll get into the cast when we talk about it but uh yeah red dawn very powerful
1: now chris i gotta i gotta ask you do you realize how many powerful movies came out in 1984
0: you know that's actually a really good question i i'm i was searching in the back of my head some of the movies because so that would have put me right around five years old. And I'm going to shoot from the hip here a little bit, but some of the things that my old man was bringing home on either Laserdisc laser disc or VHS would have been, uh, Tron, um, never ending story. Uh, obviously we've got red Dawn here. What do you think, Mike? Any, any others you can think of off the top of your head?
2: Oh, just see so off, off the top of my head. We have ghostbusters, gremlins, oh, yes. the terminator, the karate kid, Indiana Jones, Beverly Hills Cop, uh, still, still shooting Nightmare up the top Ellen of Street. my head. Yeah, yep. Amadeus, yeah, Freddy 16 yep.
1: Candles, Police Academy, nice.
2: Romancing the Stone. I
1: mean, I just think about that, how powerful that is.
2: You know, I used to have nightmares about
0: Romancing the Stone as a kid. Wasn't that the one where that crocodile ate, like, bit the guy's hand off? Or, do you guys remember that, by chance? Right.
1: Well, yeah, I remember that's
0: right. Yeah. Yep. Is it? Oh, my God. Yeah, spoiler cool. alert, though. Spoiler yeah. alert. Oh, just, is it? I have no idea where it happens in the movie. That could be the opening <laughs> scene. That just gave me nightmares for years.
1: No. I do remember yeah. the movie "Romancing the Bone." That gave me nightmares also. Oh
2: yeah, Oof, yeah. that sounds rough. Yeah, absolutely
1: powerful. You know, Which one
2: was that? Was that one of the sequels or was that the original?
1: It was a different. It was on uh, eight millimeter. Oh okay. So, oh yeah, "Romancing oh, yeah. the Bone." Absolutely. Powerful. Oh, man. Yeah. Here. No, no. <laughs> that took me a second. Oh, that's good. That's good. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. We'll do one of those uh, 810 flyovers. There we go.
2: <laughs>
1: All right, Chris from uh, Nitrowave TC. Tell the fans of Flock of Amish if they didn't get a chance to listen to our powerful episode where we talked about the ultimate trends of SynthWave, tell the fans of Flack of Amish a little bit about SynthWave and get into your collective and what's going on in the world.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I you know, synthwave as far as a genre if it's something that people are just starting to pick on, uh, pick up on here a little bit. I don't know, you call it the year 1984 to a certain degree is steeped within that genre kind of 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 films, you know, starting maybe 1980, 81, right around there is, is you kind of know, disco seemed to be dying out a little bit. We started to get into some of the, you know, a little bit new order. Maybe was out there, you know, we're starting to test and, and taste um, taste electronic music with, with the rhythm. Wendy Carlos uh, was out there doing, you know, I mean some of the early work in electronic music as well. So all of these places, this has all come together to, uh, to coalesce into something that's almost like a, you know, we're, we're, we're to a certain degree, we're creating music for the, for the future that to a certain, didn't, that didn't necessarily really happen. You know. Let's say grunge didn't occur. What would have happened with music? Uh, maybe this. Um, it, it's, it's really an idea, a concept. Something that I think most of the people that I talk to really connect with. There, there's something deeper about the, the sounds, the rhythms, the, uh, the synthesizers, the keyboards that we're using now. Uh, it's special, to say the least. And Mike's been a part of it, it all as well from,
2: from the beginning actually so you've got a double role today buddy yeah yeah it's uh it's been a lot of fun to actually be a part of even though i'm not the one making music but uh i'm the one helping get your music out there so to say you're you're making it happen man that's that's for sure <laughs> that's what it's all about you know um yeah. but
0: as far as kind of our mission too we're here in the twin cities we're we're a local music oh, oh gosh we have a working definition, and I kind of wish I had it pulled up in front of me. I'm not going to cheat and look it up on my phone. But essentially, it runs along the lines of being being a community of a musicians. We're not a collective. You can come uh, because we're, we're, we get together once a month. If you want to be a part of this, that's, that's totally cool. If you want to leave, that's, that's fine as well. Um, the, the door is open for, for people. And so we're learning from each other. Uh, we all have a similar love of the same kind of music, the same similar... Similar genre, I guess you could say, and um, and are using talents collectively. Mike on on the call here, he's I don't know, buddy, you're a media machine. Like you connect with people, you're not afraid to talk to anybody. You book shows. You're talented. Um, Other musicians we've got, uh, you know, uh, Galaxy Eighty, who has released a couple vinyl records and has got his own amazing history. That maybe someday we'll get him on your show and um, you know have him talk about that uh d notive who's got music released uh on the new right new retro wave website that's had like what two million views so this this talent videographers writers um photo- photographers all are, 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 are all a piece of this community and i think that's what sets us all apart it's kind of fun it's been special
1: now how did did you create this yourself this community no, 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 no. This, (laughs) this, the the nitro wave TC I'm talking about. No, not,
0: not even, I I think I was a catalyst, but I don't know if I could say I was a sole creator because it's life is a series of coincidence. And um, I just, I mean, Mike, I know I met Mike through Twitter. Um, One of us saw one another's posts and said, Hey, maybe someday we have a shared interest. um, Other people it's been the same way. Uh, sitting down, you start to realize that as musicians and, and creators, we're, we're trying to do something. But as a genre, a type of music, a style, we, we haven't really fit in anywhere yet. And so we got to do it together. And it's amazing what a group of people with a common goal
2: can, can accomplish.
1: I'm trying to get down um, to the actual how it happened, how the origin yeah. of the actual nitro, well, wave, yeah. nitro wave. What, That's a fun story. Yeah, let's, let's hear We have <laughs> all the time asked, in right? the world. Let's, yeah, how right. did your actual actually community it, get buddy. together?
2: All right, yeah. so well, how it started was uh, Chris was actually on the Two Poor Bastards uh, podcast, and they those three, uh, him mm-hmm. and uh, Kyle and tie. Eric, yeah. got together, and they... They kind of, you know, got Chris on their show and they realized that the three of them have a shared interest. And then, like Chris said, he and I kind of hooked up because I was starting a new format on my radio show. And he was actually my first guest um, on the radio show. And then Eric and Kyle came on, uh, like the third show. Um, and then after that, Chris and Eric and I started talking about, you know, what happened if we kind of formed a group or... Got yeah. a party together at, uh, uh, can, can wonderland for an EP release. And then all of a sudden it, I got an email or a text from Chris, I believe that said, Hey, we, I found like six other people <laughs> in the twin That's cities it, right. that, that, uh, kind of want to get together. Cause who, what was it? Uh, neon Fox that got the, yeah. The that was
0: again? my footnote right there. I was just going to interrupt you. There's a, uh, a podcaster and, uh, what do you want to say? Kind of a music writer, a guy who does a lot of things for the Synthwave yeah. community globally, um, who I got connected with through Twitter. Um, it's a great way to meet people. And uh, he created a Twitter group that was Minnesota Synthwave. And he dropped a half dozen of us in there maybe. And so I just started messaging a few of these. And uh, and, and others came into the picture slowly, you know, over over the course of a few months, I suppose, or you know, four or five months. But um, But Mike, you really you summed it up nicely. I think you really did because it was, again, it was these chance meetings and, um, us coming together and the right people who just, I don't know, I feel like kind of wanted to do something cool with their time.
2: Uh, (laughs) Now now the first meeting that we had, so I think there was six or seven of us at that first meeting and we were at Can Can Wonderland and, uh, yeah, we, we all kind of got together and I think it was even night audit. Um, he thought we there? were just getting together to talk about equipment. Yeah. <laughs> that was about it. <laughs> That's right. You know, yeah. and, you know to agree. his surprise, we were talking about performing and coming together and forming this community of artists. And then uh, it was kind of like a, in a, a situation where we were trying to figure out who was on board and who wasn't. And they all said they were on board. So they were like, "Well, what's the next step?" And I said, "Well, let me take you back to the stage because if you guys want, we're already we're already booked. <laughs> <So> <laughs> we got this kind of yeah. kind of like a, like a you know surprise. You know, you thank God you guys said yes, otherwise there wouldn't yeah. be a show. So and that's kind of how it started, and then it it snowballed from there. And we did a couple of shows before that, and oh. then uh, the Can Can show in December was kind of like the icing on the cake for 2019. So. Yeah. Well, so where nice, did the name
1: NitroWave TC come from? I think that was a well,
2: denotive name,
0: wasn't it, was it? Wasn't he that came up with that? Yeah, he's a big fan of puns and wordplay. And uh, I, I've never approached him directly about it. Um, but I've got a feeling it came from this uh, European synthwave group called New RetroWave. NitroWave sounds a lot like that. And knowing that, he was having some fun with that.
2: Uh, that's, right. that's my theory what do you, mike what do you think maybe yeah if what i mean from what i remember i think he threw it out there just kind of like a like a joke because everything in in like the synthwave world has the word wave after it you yeah. know or so and then that kind of like he said it and everyone kind of stopped <laughs> mm-hmm. and It was like yeah. okay well let's okay we can go at that so what's the logo look like and then everyone was well how about a boat because we're in minnesota you know and a pine tree. Mm-hmm. And that's, that sounds like everything kind of came together from,
0: for that. Absolutely. Yeah, we really had fun playing around with some of those, you know, the classic tropes of, of synth wave right now. Like, I don't think we necessarily have the laser grid in our logo, but we, no. like you said, we've got the cigar boat instead of the palm tree. We've got a pine tree. Um, we've got that triangle at a slight off-tilt uh, look to it, neon colors. Um, it's been fun. No other way to put it.
1: Now, where did all that come from? Is it from Miami Vice or where, where is the pastels come from?
2: Oh, I think, uh, well, Dino's girlfriend is a uh, graphic designer. I think she just kind of picked some colors.
1: No, but I meant synth wave in in a hole. When I look at it, it's always magentas, pinks. There's always, there's palm trees. There's, is it the Miami Vice? Is that where it's from?
0: Well, i I think that's it And it's funny that of all things we're talking about 1984 this year because i I swear this is the honest to god truth my family photos from 1984 um and you know the bright neons that was the early 90s but 1984 had a lot of these kind of softer pastel colors um i i I had a shirt with flamingos with palm trees on it that actually had kind of these the sunset type of a deal looking back at photographs um know skateboard images graphic prints uh you know, a lot of stuff that was around when i was you know again when, when we were pretty young which makes it kind of fun and special
1: now what what mainstream bands do you think influence synth wave what what is it in an offshoot of uh
0: What do you think, Mike? Do you want to start it
2: or should I run with it here? No, go ahead. I'm Uh, talking a lot. Yeah, I'm trying. No, that's okay. I'm going to be talking a lot later. Okay, cool. (laughs) Sounds good. I'm good at it. Um,
0: I'll I'll keep going then. Uh, So as far as the origins of of synthwave, it it seems like a lot of it comes from uh, out out of Italian disco or Italia disco, or honestly, I don't know a whole lot about that part of the roots of me, of of this genre of music. I, I should explore it more in depth. Um, But it seems like a lot of people, at least here in the States, the origin from it, um, yeah, origin, where it started was actually a movie soundtrack. Uh, A a couple of them for me personally stand out, but the movie Drive was a huge influence in the development and the growth of this genre. Um, The genre started probably right around 2012 or so itself uh, with bands like Electric Youth and College. Uh, We're both bands on on that that, uh, movie soundtrack specifically, and if you ever get a chance to check it out, um, it's amazing. I it's it's really good music, and it was something that we hadn't heard in years. I hadn't heard in years, at the very least, or really ever. For, now, what what point. bands
1: are on the soundtrack of Drive? Uh, Drive? Uh, let me think about that
0: for a second here. No, well, like I'll, I mentioned. will pull it up here. Oh, okay, yeah, go for it. I know, like I said, Electric Youth was one of them. Um, college. Um, oh, geez, now I gotta think. I'm glad Mike's
2: pulling it up here. I'm racking my brain. I'm having a moment. Um, so, yeah, Electric Youth in college, uh, the Chromatics, Cliff Martinez. Chromatics, there we go. Yep. Uh, Cliff Martinez has quite a bit on here actually. <laughs> Cliff
0: Martinez um, is a, then, uh, a film composer who is phenomenal as well. That was a huge influence on, on some
2: of my personal work, just to throw
0: that out there. So,
2: yeah, sorry, Mike. Go ahead. Go, that's okay. uh, Kavinsky and Love Fox. Yep. You know, how could I? Around there. And yep, uh, yep. Night Call. Yep, and uh, Riz, Riz Ortolani no, is on man. there as well. I, was that Riz? hear that song. <laughs> Re, it could be Riz. Uh, it's Riz, R I Z. It's close, right? it's close relative. Yeah, that's
0: uh, it. And well, I mean, the one thing that's pretty cool about it too—the the movie itself is is definitely a dope film. But um, like the vinyl, all the production, everything that's gone into it, takes a lot of that neon aesthetic into play. The neon signs, the pink, then the you know maybe some of the purple, all of that. So it, it's been pretty. It's it's just it's been cool. It's it's been a fun genre again. It's something different and fresh that I haven't haven't had a chance to be a part of. So
1: now stand by on this, Mike. But I want to know what is the difference between chill wave, dark wave, all these uh, offshoots.
0: Oh man, I you you you're kind of. I mean, you're kind of asking maybe the wrong person. The only reason I say that is I don't know if there is any, like, I mean, dark wave, I guess, kind of brings that additional, I don't know if I can even say industrial element to it. People will slap me for saying that, but we're talking grittier, heavier synths, um, faster rhythms. Uh, you know, More bassy, I think, yeah, in dark yeah. wave. Absolutely. I agree with you on that one. Um, chill wave, I, the, the only chill wave I'm familiar with is um, through uh, a, an act that was associated with nitro wave, uh, Mitchell Mitchell Jasper, Jasper Mitchell is what he goes by. And, um, and so that's, it just, it it seems like a very, like, Oh my gosh, a very light mellow music with a, with a steady drive to it. Um, a lot of the tracks seem to be around six to seven minutes in length. Um, again, you know, kind of the stuff that you'd relax to, uh, listen to. Um, and so across the spectrum, I mean, you're going to find a number of different other types of waves, I guess you could say. Um, but, but, really like dreamwave uh which includes a lot of light poppy bubbly noises maybe at times or sounds um time cops really well known for that genre uh where i seem to fall a bit more is on the line between um dreamwave and cinematic retrowave seems to be the area where i fall so we're honestly they, we're naming ourselves at this point yet um the the genre is so new we're we're trying to we're trying to figure it out um, and that's what makes it so exciting as well.
1: Now, I want to play devil's advocate here. How do you how do you prevent your music from sounding generic? <laughs>
0: that's a great question. Um, creative changes, small changes in the sounds of instruments. Um, uh, and the upcoming release that I have coming out, at least something that I've really focused a lot on that's heavy in synth wave is the use of arpeggios. And um, so as I'm writing songs and I'm, I'm sitting down and I'm listening and playing through these arpeggios repeatedly, uh, I'm listening for very small ways in, that I can change them that you might not necessarily hear or notice.
1: Now explain um, to us what an arpeggio is. It,
0: it's essentially, it's a, it's a scale. It's, it's a series of notes that build maybe from low to high or, or just kind of a rolling series of notes that play a light melody. That might be just a few measures in length. Um, So it's usually a very basic melody. uh, But again, taking those basic elements, slight changes. Um, Spending time exploring old synthesizers and finding sounds. I'm on Craigslist uh, way too much. Um, (laughs) eBay, way too much. Looking for old pieces of gear that I can get for next to nothing if possible. And setting it up in the studio. And I'll sit down in the basement studio for hours You know, playing through a thousand sound patches with a notebook, you know, giving it a four star, three star sound or a, you know, dark wave star sound. Um, This is more of a dream wave sound. Uh, And so that's, I think, part of the discovery process right now as well.
1: Have you ever thought of dressing like Liberace during your live performances? (laughs) (laughs) You know, um, Eric from the.
0: Right, No, for real. (laughs) Eric from the um, Paradise Arcade podcast told me I need to dress up like a wizard next time, perhaps, especially with a beard. He said a hood with a long cape. Maybe I could shoot, I don't know, Sith laser things from my fingers or whatever, the lightning bolts.
1: Because I have a lot of powerful ideas and I'll, I'll get with you after this show. Excellent.
0: I like this. This is awesome. <laughs> it sounds good. Well, one thing that we will be doing too for the live sets at some point, yeah, we'll definitely got We have to talk. I'll be bringing in a, a guitarist uh, for a few tracks, which is going to be a nice element to add to just keep things moving on stage. Because well, a lot of these live sets, I'm using primarily MIDI to to run my, my synthesizers and keyboards where I'm playing one part, and that's you well, know, it's not always a great spectator sport. Um, so you got to think of other ways to to you know enhance your show and, and make it. Enjoyable.
1: now in this world we live in this uh, apocalyptic world of powerful uh viruses either man-made or not what what is the future of live performances do you think do you think this is going to alter it forever
0: you know what I, I i i think it will for some time i, I i'm really curious to see what will happen because right now we we've talked a lot about what could happen and we've we've held on to the last minute to not cancel a show at this point And then we were going to put it in one of our basements and we were all going to go to the same house and we're going to do a streaming show together. And then things got a little bit more hot and uh, we decided that's not possible. So we're we're still moving away from the live show, but I'm looking to the future to your point. (sighs) I don't know what it's going to look like yet. To be honest, I think we're still going to have live streams. We'll probably, I don't know. I hope people come up to the clubs again, but I hope we don't do it too soon to go through all this stuff again too.
2: I think streaming will take over part mm-hmm. of it because I think people are, are starting mm-hmm. to realize that streaming either recorded or live isn't as hard as people thought it was. Mm-hmm. And so, and as technology's gotten better, it's gotten easier. So I don't think streaming Acceptable. is going to take over for mm-hmm. live performances because there's, will still be people yeah. who want to go see live, but you know, I think there'll be more shows that will be streamed uh, coming out of this for sure. I think you've got it, Mike. I, you know, um, like
0: pay-per-view type shows. I, you know, right. I think about on Sundays when I sit at home and I'm watching a football game, or in the summer when I'm watching a baseball game. I'm just as happy. Well, I mean, I like going. Don't get me wrong, but if I can sit there and see the live event as it's unfolding, sit on my patio and maybe you know grill some brats or something, and then sit down on the sofa and watch a little bit of the game at the same time, that's that's a great experience too.
1: But it's tough to get that energy transfer, like when you see something live it's you know it's visceral you have the smells the sounds the energy like when i used to go to a concert i would get excited and and you would hear everyone talking in line about their favorite songs and then to me yes. you'd you'd, you'd so- smell someone lighting up a joint and you're like oh it's on <laughs> and then also you'd see the little the little roadies and the red lights and then the lights yeah. the lights would go dark oh. I mean, that, that yes. power, that's the problem with live streaming. I don't know how we can get that back, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like right. a comedy Thanks. show. When you go to a comedy show, I mean, yeah. that, that just rattles your bones.
2: Right. For I real. think yeah. I, what stands out to me, like something you, you would never get on a live stream or a stream in general, was if you go back to that Can Can show that we were all at, mm-hmm. when yes. Bad and Rad did his warm up, and brought out the voice box, Mm. everybody got excited and everybody started getting closer to the stage. And you could, everyone's face just kind of lit up. Everyone was looking at each other. You wouldn't get that on a stream, you know? So, I mean, to your point, Dags, the energy was there before he even started playing, you know, and it grabbed everyone's attention.
1: Let's right now. Let's do it. Let's do an energy transfer right now. What are you guys drinking right now?
2: Uh, what we well, I here? have, I have Rocky Mountain refreshment in my hand right now. Actually, oh,
0: Well, well
2: I, I, you know, I, I
0: finished a Coca
2: Cola around five,
0: and now I'm finishing my uh, 32 ounces of, of water. I guess here, so
1: powerful. I need a beer.
0: What enjoy, do you have, Dags? I'm, I'm enjoying
1: mm. powerful 28 ounces of purple Powerade. Got it. Ooh. Powerful. Is that, that
2: the, delicious. the same Powerade that you had the other day? It's are the you same. nursing that thing?
1: No, no, oh, I'm not. Okay. Don't make me come over All there right. and beat you. This is a new, <laughs> this is a new beverage, a new bottle. All right, good. And let's hold this up right no. now. I salute. We got you right up. up. Hold it up.
0: All right. Nope, okay. Stop. Here we go. Stop. Here we go.
1: I salute everyone that listens to this. I salute you guys for being a part of it. Right now, I'm going to do a powerful power transfer of positive energy. All right. Thank you. God bless. Salute. so mm. Good. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so we on the twenty seventh, Nitro Wave had a uh, show planned at Can Can Wonderland. That was yep. supposed to be our welcome back party to Can Can, <laughs> <laughs> and rolling uh, into twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah, and that that's not going to work out as, as well as everybody had hoped, actually. So uh, we kind of waited as long as we could, and then we canceled. And then a week later, everything started closing. So. Um, yep what we're gonna try to plan on doing instead, uh, like Chris alluded to earlier, we were going to kind of do like a live show in a basement somewhere and record it and do all that cool stuff. And, but that's not going to happen either now. So, um, some of the acts that we're going to be, uh, performing are going to have something planned and, and then hopefully in the next week or two, we'll have something edited together to be able to, to put out to the masses. But um kind of like but to what we were talking about earlier um for the time being i think that's what we're going to have to do we do have two more shows that are on the books for can or for uh excuse me nitrowave but um we do uh only time will tell if we'll be able to right. uh get those in at least hopefully yeah. one of them is far enough out in the future we can still get that one in but the next one that we have planned coming up in May, that's up in the air. So
0: I think it's May 24th or 21st. 21st, something like that, yeah. Uptown BFW, yeah, which is a real heartbreaker because, I mean, even if we do get it together, you talk about you know who's going to be coming out yet at that point in time, but I don't know, maybe people will be really looking forward to getting out and all this stuff will have resolved itself, which would be yeah. cool. But uh, July, um, we'll see. That's all up in the air as well. We initially had planned some of our... Uh, synthwave friends from europe were going to be coming specifically finland uh flying here to the to the states to play a new york show a toronto show and a minneapolis show i should say st paul show i guess because it would be at the amsterdam uh large hall but uh because of uh because of COVID 19 um and I, I think that's the main reason really that's and getting visas right now as well you can't <laughs> at the moment. So, but even prior to that, they were finding it was a very difficult process for, for an artist or musician um, to start getting it all together. Because I know, Mike, you looked at it. I started looking at it. And it seemed like collectively, uh, we weren't finding great direction, I guess, yet. So um, more to come, I think. You know, Everybody's being, is getting a little bit set back, but we're trying to figure out ways to still connect and have fun. Do you think
1: yeah. there's going to be cool underground meetings, like cool speakeasies and places where people oh, gather and then you, you listen for the cops like the old parties used to have when you were a kid down by the river? <laughs> oh, yeah, right? Because <laughs> You, know, you I just got to be
2: here. able to trust your lookout, though. That's the only issue. <laughs> I love it yeah. here where they go,
1: oh, it's not martial law. We allow you to do things. Yeah, they allow us. What kind of freedom <laughs> right. is that? You're allowed to
2: have freedom when they tell you.
1: To. Yes, That's the yep, beauty yep, of yep. this country. I, yeah. I feel this this, this powerful oppression. That this should stimulate you guys to create powerful new music. What do you think? Oh. You know, like the 80s, think, we talk I'm, about the, some... we talk about the 80s, yeah. the height of the Cold War, mm-hmm. Ronald Reagan and Gorbachev. Look at what, oh, look yeah. what kind of power art that created. Yeah. I feel we need uh, to I'm, focus this. Yes, this powerful. Uh, Virus. What do you call it? Corona? COVID? What do you guys
2: COVID. like to call? COVID. You like COVID? Uh, I I don't like saying it because it just sounds weird. But it's, I'm so lazy. I hate saying coronavirus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just it's a yeah. long word for me. Exactly. Yeah. What do you that's like it. to call it? i go with COVID. Yeah. I, I go
0: with COVID. I just it seems you don't put the nineteen like best name. Nah, it's, I, I like it slang. It's a little bit cooler without the nineteen. The, about, maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll start calling it nineteen.
1: Well, how about yeah, the yeah. average age of the combat soldier in Viet in Vietnam was nineteen.
0: Jeez. Do you remember oh, that powerful song? No. You what, don't? Yeah, I don't remember that. No. Oh, my no, God. what's that? What song is that? I'm yeah. If it wasn't in Tron, I I, I didn't hear it. Oh, I, God. I, yeah. yeah no, that's 19. To it 19. That's Powerful. Check it out. Pro- i probably Let's not talk about it because I'm going to be embarrassed once I realize what you're talking about. No, that's about. fine. That's, that's, that's fine. Parts make me nervous. <laughs> oh, no, I, I think, though, Diggs, I want to go back to what you were talking about, You know, the opportunity to, to do something special and creative. And I think one of the neat things about Synthwave in general is this kind of concept of a better future and, and hope is, is out there as well um, with, with a good chunk of the genre. And I've, I've got a strong feeling, and I, it's been something that's been in the back of my head a bit more. Um, but but I, it, it, it hits people on an emotional level in, in, in many ways. And so I, I think we're on to something that, that people are really gonna want. I'm I'm very excited to start sharing some of the music that that the Nitro people are putting together and are gonna be releasing by the time this is over. D Notives in the studio wrapping up an album. Um, I'm wrapping up my own album, Galaxy Eighty is working on something. Um, so and, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. Grey beats isn't that's is gonna another say- artist
2: it's yeah. coming out with something in July, and I got to hear a little bit of it already. so yeah, he's scented. I, I haven't
0: listened to it yet. That's kind of my thing this weekend since I'm home alone. so yeah, um, Yeah. I'm can excited. You, can to you get listen. Mike
1: Rez involved somehow?: Maybe like a tambourine oh, yeah. or something?:
0: Oh you know, be my dance like the boss tones. You That's know what I'm looking for.
2: If you're looking for somebody to play air tambourine there we go that's i'm the guy but yeah i would love to like like shake a rock yeah his
1: his hips don't lie. i'll tell you that right now
2: (laughs) they (laughs) They do not (laughs) taking a lie detector test and passed i'm hoping this
1: uh this shutdown and everything is gonna get the powerful creative juices flowing and people are gonna make cool art i'm looking forward to it absolutely
0: yeah, yeah. It seems like there's a lot of people doing some cool stuff and you know, even, you know, just little things popping up on Instagram even. You see snippets. It's cool.
1: But it's kind of weird that you're talking about uh, the future and synthwave is a utopia, not a dystopia. Just typically, yeah. typically like in the 80s movies too. You know, the Terminator, it yeah. was all this dystopian. And with synthwave it's like kind of a happy Star Trekky kind of thing. It's cool to think I would,
0: about. I would I would I would think about that. You know, you get into the dark wave side of it and you get a bit more of that grind, you know, kind of that, that evil sound. But I, I think that's exactly it. You know, and that's, that's been a draw for me. Um, I've, I'm a big fan of, of black metal. I, I've loved it. <laughs> dark Throne is a great band, in my opinion. Um, but as well, I, I needed that contrast. And uh, you'll, you'll see that, that there's a lot of people who are into those two genres that seem to cross over one another for, for some reason
1: pretty yeah, cool stuff that is cool i'm a big fan of yeah. gary newman and he is well, uh he kind of we went darker as his music went on
0: yeah absolutely it's that evolution that's important and and we're starting to see that with some of you know the, the artists that, that i've been working with and getting to know um that change and some are going dark some are going the other direction but there's a lot of creative new things happening right now
1: so what are some bands off the top of your head that you think uh, fans of Synthwave should check out if they don't know about?
0: Oh, man. Well, (laughs) the NitroWave TC bands, right? Yeah. (laughs) Sell myself here. North Innsbruck, bitches. No. Um, We need, (laughs) uh, for real, right? Denotive, honestly, like when we're looking at um, NitroWave, for example, uh, Night Audit is phenomenal. I know I'm not going to mention everybody. I'm just going to, you know, he's wonderful. He was one of our first people that we worked with. Note of uh, this is great work. Again, Galaxy 80, who I mentioned earlier, Arcturus V um, is, is a, a younger guy out of the North Woods who is throwing out some crazy cool stuff right now. That He's our dark wave out. guy. Straight up, right there. Um, otherwise, if we're talking big names, people should really check out Gunship. That's a big, big band with solid production, great visuals that people are going to enjoy. Um, earlier, we had mentioned Electric Youth as being another one of those, those bands, they've got a lighter, poppier sound. But again, people are, are going to like this, and those are two great places to get started. Um, the Midnight. Uh, I mentioned Time Cop 1983 is another great producer out there. Um, that's, I'm throwing out enough. I've, I've dropped a lot oh, of names. <laughs> but um, yeah.
2: yeah the it's easy to find if you go just hashtag mm-hmm. search synthfam on Twitter or Instagram, and you're going to find a ton of artists out there.
1: Well, while we're on the topic of social media, I'm going to need you guys to both give out your social medias, how people can get involved, listen to your music, and become a fan of NitroWave TC. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Um, Yeah, NitroWave TC, and I... Nitro, wave T C like TwinCities.com. That's our main website right now. It's a fan link currently. Um, but you can also find North Innsbruck at Northinsbrook um, Nitrowave T C on Twitter. Mike's running Facebook right now uh for us as well. So he's he's awesome to connect with. Um what else do we have going on, Mike?
2: Uh we have the Instagram, Steph Wendler runs oh, yeah. that. Um Steph, and yep. uh you like Chris said you can find North Innsbruck on all the social yeah. medias, and you can find uh Mike Res Radio on everything yes. as well on Facebook, Instagram, and and Twitter. More active on Twitter, yeah. Our uh, merch is everywhere. Um, yes. it T public is who our main stores are through, but uh, Mike Res Radio and the 945 show has merch, uh, North Innsbruck yep. has merch. And Nitro Wave TC has merch on there as well. Dags, you've got merch too for Amish Baby Machine, don't you? And why don't you tell merch. us about that?
1: Thank you. Please You're check welcome. out our merch. Amishbabymachine.com is our powerful website. I have powerful designs, all original. My latest design is Failed Podcaster. And you can wear that shirt ironically or wear it literally. It doesn't matter. Just wear it. And please enjoy us <laughs> Amish Baby Machine on the internets. At Amish B Machine is Twitter. That's where I am 24 7. I'm always talking to the fans of Flock of Amish. Please enjoy my tweets on Twitter, at Amish B Machine. Check us out on YouTube. Subscribe to us on YouTube, Instagram, Amish Baby Machine. And as far as wherever you listen to podcasts, we're there. We're on everything Apple, Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora. Doesn't matter. This powerful podcast is there. And the reason we do it is for the fans. God bless you. Let's get back to powerful Mike Rez and Nitrowave TC. Love
0: so, it. Yeah. Yep. That was beautiful. Get some of our merch too, but definitely go get some of Dang's stuff.
1: <laughs> powerful. <laughs> Thanks, Chad. Yep. Love it. So we were talking about um, new wave music, synth wave, dark wave. We're talking about the year nineteen eighty four. So let's do a powerful transition into the movie that all three of us enjoyed, Red Dawn. Why don't you start us uh, off, yes. Rose?
2: Well, where do I begin? Uh, let's begin with what the heck Red Dawn is for, for those of you that don't know, and hopefully you didn't watch the two thousand and twelve remake. Um, Fail. But did
0: yeah. you? It was bad. I saw they did it. I. I
2: I, um, I didn't door. even have to watch it. There's well,
1: here's, here's the deal. Here's the deal. It was, it was supposed to be China. And uh, right there, I'll put in a powerful uh, drop of China by uh, Donald Trump. But let's anyway, say China. Anyways, <laughs> it was supposed to be the Chinese. And then everyone got scared and changed it to the North Koreans. So right, right, right there, when they're changing the whole premise of the movie, I'm like, I'm done. So yeah, let's get Enough. back to yep. 1984, Red Dawn.
2: All right, so 1984 Red Dawn is a movie about a uh, small town, America, and uh, where high school football reigns supreme in this little small town. And one day, as the kids are in, uh, I, I believe it was first hour, um, all of a sudden, the Russians and the Cubans come parachuting in and take over this small, tiny town. And uh, a group of kids by the name of Patrick Swayze, Charlie Sheen, yep, yep. Robert C. Howell, uh, Leah Thompson, Darren Dalton, Jennifer Gray, Brad Savage, and Doug Toby all uh, all take refuge in the mountains and have to survive.
1: I'm going to jump in and there we'll, a little bit, though.
2: Yeah. Don't forget we Go have ahead. the
1: powerful Powers Booth and Harry, oh, yes. Harry Dean Stanton.
0: Yep. Powerful. I'm glad you called up Powers Booth, that, oh, that yeah. role that
2: he played uh
1: isn't Powers Booth powerful?
2: He is. Is that where you got your name?
1: No, he was actually affected by this podcast.
2: Oh, okay. I I can see that. Yeah,
1: his uh, character's name.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, the first first
1: time I remember seeing Powers Booth was in the Jim Jones story. And you guys are going to need to go check that out.
2: The Jim Jones story, really?
0: Jonestown stuff?
1: Yes, powerful. Nice. No, I'm not kidding. His role was just incredible. That's the first time I saw him, and I'm like, whoa, this dude is the real deal.
2: Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot really of people cool. will, re- will remember him as Curly Bill in Tombstone.
1: Is that? Yeah. Powerful so, Tombstone.
2: Yeah. Nice. And, uh, but he has, he has a, uh, a prominent role in this, this Red Dawn movie, actually. So, indeed. Okay, so no. we're in
1: first hour, we're in a small Colorado town.
2: Yep. And uh here comes the, the Russians and the Cubans come parachuting in. And the Nicaraguans. And oh uh, well, that's right, but the Nicaraguans. Yeah, don't forget about well. them. Yeah. Yep. So um and at this point in before the movie even starts, it tells you what actually led up to these events and it was all triggered by a, a wheat harvest shortage in Russia. And that's what started the events. Um, I don't know how you go from a wheat harvest shortage to taking over towns in America, but uh, that's what we have
0: here. I think they said there was a socialist revolution in Mexico.
1: Yes. Yes. That's that's right. Powerful uh, uh, wheat harvest failed in the Ukraine, and then they had the Coup d'État in Mexico. You are correct. Yeah. So,
2: and then before you know it, you know, these high school kids have to grow up really fast and, and head to the mountains and... And start their, uh, their guerrilla warfare with, uh, with an army of Cubans and Russians.
1: Deadly uh, Wolverines. Mm-hmm. Powerful Wolverines. Yeah. It's a feisty little animal.
2: <laughs> Which gets brought up a lot in the movie, by the yes. way, how feisty and little Wolverines are.
1: Yes. Much, yep. much yep. like Logan. It's a powerful animal. Now, Chris, what are your thoughts on this powerful 80s movie, Red Dawn? You
0: know, here's the deal. I started out, honestly, I wasn't quite ready to watch the movie. Um, Started out in a little attack on American soil. Started going through it. And I realized Emilio wasn't in the movie. So I was a little bit sad about that at first. Because usually if you get Charlie, I get Emilio. But long story short, they do give you a little bit older, a little more mature version of Emilio, the Patrick Swayze himself. And so... So I was, I was satisfied once I got into it. Um, I fired up the movie, and uh, the American teenagers were getting shot up and chased around and imprisoned. And my partner, she was sleeping on the sofa. She wakes up and looks at me and goes, what are you watching? Red Dawn. <laughs> and then she went right back to sleep and, and decided to skip the whole movie. But, I, 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 I mean, I'll admit, I enjoyed it. It was, it was like the army brat pack, like Letterman's jacket meets camouflage. It was, it was right. fun
1: you know so there you go powerful you know originally there is going to be a hot love scene between jennifer gray and uh, powers booth did you guys know that
2: i did not know that no because leah thompson was the one that kind of had i I meant leah thompson i'm sorry
1: i'm sorry i meant leah thompson okay yeah you you saw that tension there right oh yeah it was Mm. palpable yeah there's Mm -hmm. there was gonna actually be a some love making there
0: Erica and Colonel Tanner or whatever his name was. I love All that. It right.
1: makes sense. It. it was cool as though the director, John Milius. I mean, if you think of that guy's freaking pred- pedigree of what he did, I mean, he wrote the first two <laughs> Dirty Harrys. He's a screenwriter oh, wow. on Apocalypse Now. Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> Some powerful wow. stuff.
2: It I'm is. That's another Conan also came out in 1984. So he was busy. He was. It's amazing. So there were uh, a couple of uh, cast members that were in The Outsiders that were also in this movie as well. Uh, Patrick Swayze and C. Thomas Howell were also in The Outsiders.
1: Yes. So Yeah, Outsiders that um, was a powerful movie.
2: That was, yeah. And actually C. Thomas Howell, for those who don't know, he plays Pony Boy. So he was he had a big role in that one. Did you guys notice so it, there was some foreshadowing that went on during the, uh, the deer scene when they, when they go deer hunting for the first time. And they make Robert, who was C. Thomas Howell in the movie, yep. they make him drink the, the cup of, of deer blood. And Charlie Sheen says to him, you know, my dad always said, once you, once you drink deer blood, you'll never be the same. And that it was the turning point for his character because he went from scared teenage kid to ruthless, yeah. let's go get them, you know, adult pretty much. So powerful
1: bloodlust. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly, blood exactly what it was. was.
0: Mm-hmm. So, you know, Roberts, and he was the one he killed. Daryl, the one who swallowed the pill, was it as well? Yes. Yep. The sorry, one that spoilers. Darryl. I'm terrible about right. that. But yeah, <laughs> you, know, you know, by now. <laughs> yeah, bloodlust 84. If you haven't watched it by now, <laughs>
2: right? Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. You know, hmm. Yeah. Daryl. Go, go ahead. ahead. I was going to say, Daryl was his dad was the mayor of the town, and he snuck back into town without anyone knowing it. His dad turned him in, and they made him swallow a a, a homing device or a homing beacon, and that's all they found him up in the, in the mountains near the end of the movie.
1: Much like God. Total Recall.
2: Much like Total Recall, you're right. Wow,
1: mm-hmm. powerful way to pull it out, of his nose, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: That's what another nightmare I had as a kid, right?
1: <laughs> Tell us, you had a nightmare about Total Recall?
0: Uh, no, 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 I was just joking about that one. That nose scene was pretty profound, don't, though, I remember. Hold on, don't ever yeah.
1: joke about Arnold movies, please. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I, I won't go there again. Yes, my my deepest apologies. That's religious. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, we may have to talk more about Arnold as well. I huh? had deep affinity oh, for that God, man's 90s Arnold. work, especially. I just, I love him. Yeah. Did the you best. see my uh, Actually, 80s work? Yeah.
1: My powerful uh, Arnold voiceover.
2: Which one? You have (laughs) so so many of them. (laughs) What?
1: How am I missing this? You're going to have to check it out. It's on Twitter, at Amish Machine, also on TikTok. Got a couple videos up on the TikTok. It's uh, it's a video of Arnold in quarantine with his little little baby animals. He has little donkeys and ponies.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's like going over to Mike's place. It's almost like coming over to my place. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. St. Paul. There you go. Man, very cool.
1: So back to Red Dawn. Out of five buggy wheels, I'm going to need each of you to give me a review.
2: Um, I'm going to give it, uh, we're going to give it four buggy wheels only because some of the the editing is kind of shoddy in it. You know, it's typical 80s, 1984 action movie. Yep type editing there are some some holes you can see as it goes along but it does get four buggy wheels because i can watch that movie anytime that it comes on
0: yeah, yeah i'm with mike on that one as well uh i'm i first I, you know, i'm thinking somewhere three to four buggy wheels i wouldn't give it the full full five um that's saved for uh terminator two for example, uh, speaking of Arnold, no, but, um, but you know, here it was, it was a good movie. Um, actually I, I did sit down as a second time and, uh, watch some certain parts of it, uh, which I enjoyed. I, it's hard for me to sit down and watch a full movie and this got me to watch it. Um, almost uninterrupted that in and of itself means a movie deserves at least four stars. Now, now, what do you, you think if oh. Arnold
1: started in that movie? How would that change the movie?
2: Man, I'll tell you what happened. They wouldn't have even invaded America is what would have happened. I think Truck it would have been one, yeah. one person in the mountain, and it would have been Arnold. And yeah. he would have yeah. found a way to, to, to take out the entire army with a lot more explosions.
1: But in Red Heat, he so. was a Russian. Oh, that's true. Oh,
2: man. He, he would have to find a way. Okay, how about to, this? Uh,
1: Check this out: Rambo versus Arnold. Arnold's one of the Russians. Oh,
0: oof, oof, oof.
1: that's why this is the most powerful oh. podcast ever created. It's ideas like this. Just let that just, that just just let that be, sink yeah. in for a minute. Rambo versus Arnold. Oh, yeah,
0: I,
2: Think who would who would who would scream more?
0: Or yell, be, Morgan, there would be a lot of that there guttural would be, yell, yes, yeah, low slung machine guns and pectoral muscles, yes, and cigars.
1: And yeah. they both, uh, Rambo and this movie Red Dawn feature the powerful hind helicopter, those powerful that's, armored helicopters. That's
0: true, yep. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Although, in, in Rambo, <laughs> an RPG took one down in this movie, an RPG and Red Dawn did not take one down, it just Knocked a guy out of the side of the door, <laughs> which was quite amazing, actually. If you think about it, so, yeah. well, you think mean, it must have been a direct hit because
0: he fell off one piece. <laughs> well, you're thinking uh, right. in f-
1: first blood. Guy got knocked out of the helicopter too.
2: Yeah, oh, you're right. He did. It was lot, uh,
1: a lot of helicopter porn. Yeah. What, what was the name of the back. guy
2: in, in First Blood? Was his name? Uh, I want to say Dalton, but that was like everybody's name in the 80s in action movies.
1: I'm going to need you to look (laughs) that up right now, Mike Rez.
2: The the name of the deputy? I don't know. Can you find the name of the deputy that fell out of the helicopter? Let's find out. if
1: if you were a proper Google boy, you could. Uh, Yeah. Yes. Powerful. So what is your, uh, Chris, your quintessential 80s action movie then? T2, is that what you're saying? Quintessential.
0: 80s. Oh, it's like 91, 92. So I can't really qualify that one. Um, well, I, I consider, Germany, I can, I like
1: consider anything I, yeah. that starts in the 80s, though. I mean, yeah, I
0: would say I. Gosh, because what about like I mean, Aliens? That was 79, I believe. The original. I'd love to throw that one alien? out there. Yeah, Alien. Yeah, not Aliens. Alien. Yeah, throw that on there. 80s movies. So if I go back, I yeah, you guys, I apologize, but I I really love Tron. That's one of the first movies I remember, straight up. Like there's no other way about it. Did like, you
1: see it in the movie theater?
0: No, no. My 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 dad brought it home on VHS uh, or something yes. like that. I like, on a Saturday in the winter.
1: Yes, so, you were too young.
0: Yeah. Yep. Wasn't going out yet. That and Ghostbusters, actually, now that you mention it, the soundtrack, that movie, I can't tell you how many times I watched that movie growing up. Countless. I can probably uh, cite the whole movie, you know, the script or whatever from, from heart now that I think about it.
1: So, Ray Parker Jr.
2: Oh, you got it, buddy. You got it, preach right yes. there. It's a, a terrible music video. Who are you gonna call?
1: <laughs> I enjoyed. Uh, I enjoyed Bobby Brown though in the in the second Ghostbusters mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. our own.
2: I
0: saw Bobby Brown two summers ago at Northern Lights Casino up near Bemidji. It was kicking it old school. Flavor Whoa. Flav was there. Bobby Brown, um, God, Sir Mix a Lot.
1: Oh my so God, was it awesome? It was.
0: It, it it was dope is what it was. Yeah, it wasn't horrible,
2: yeah. that's for sure. You,
0: you know, <laughs> Some of the <laughs> most fun I've had at a show in a while, to be honest with you. It was a good time. So, yeah, did casino you go, parking lot.
1: Did you go with your lady friend or who'd you go with? No, I've, I've got a, a buddy who lives
0: up in the area. He owns a, a tree farm up there. And so he called me up and he's like, there's crazy things going on. You should really come check it out. So I uh, hoofed it up there for a weekend. We hung out, spent the weekend fishing on the lake
2: and going to rap concerts.
1: <laughs> it was wonderful. Wow powerful did you uh find out mike rez who that character's name was
2: yeah yes i did the name of the character that fell out of the helicopter in first blood is sergeant art galt
1: was wasn't he an asshole
2: he was uh according to yeah according to rambo wiki he was the second antagonist in the movie
1: yes sheriff will teasel was number one
2: Yes, that is correct.
1: Yeah, he just wanted you know, just let him be on his way. I don't know why right? they were hassling him.
2: Yeah, they, they started it. I mean, they really yeah, did. Yeah,
1: they drew first blood. None of that would they have happened. They drew
2: first blood. Right. A bunch of bullshit. <laughs> One of my, my, my favorite scenes is when he survives the mine explosion. Yes. Ooh. So that, uh, that, that's badassery right there. Very cool.
0: Man, I, uh, I, I need to probably, you know, so this, before we met today, I was, I pulled up my little notebook and I was writing down the names of movies that I had been meaning to catch up on. Like, you know, I, I, I never finished it too. I, I read the book a bunch as a kid, you know, a few times through and I need to watch that. I added that movie crawl to it. I added, added child's play, but the, some of this other stuff you guys are bringing up
1: added to my list, I'm going to be a busy man. Well, if this, We got uh, nothing but time. If this yeah. uh, this fake bullshit uh, being cooped in our houses gets over with, Ugh. I need to have a powerful God. party.
0: Now we're talking. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yes. Now that NitroWave, we even have our own PA system, we might be able to really throw down. We'll piss the neighbors yes. off. Yes, you, you
1: will address the public with your PA system. Ooh, it'll be a good
0: time. Absolutely. All right. It's yeah. settled. We'll, yeah. we'll announce it soon enough. Yeah, I right? can't handle
1: this. I'm a, I have a, I'm a powerful extrovert. You guys, this I'm, whole time we've
0: been talking, I've been pacing in circles in my living room around myself, so yes. I can't take it. I know. <laughs> I
1: know. Humans were not meant to be cooped up like rats. <laughs> we're meant to be free. i to
2: wear this carpet out. Say, were rats meant to be free like humans? Listen. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to get your ass kicked. Yes. Mike. I, I'm I'm don't, asking the questions don't make that the me, flock needs answered. Don't
1: make me destroy you. You need me to lucky be free. We're yes, we need to be free. Oh my god! This is my What's powerful that? microphone. It's kind of like pump up the volume. That movie. It's oh, that's powerful. another
2: good movie right another, there. Yes, you gotta get those that middle finger on airlight in your uh, in your barn dags. Yes, yes. powerful.
1: This has been a powerful episode. I want to thank Mike Rez from the Powerful Mike Rez Radio and Chris. Thank you, Dags. Chris, the the powerful master, the mastermind. The I'm going to give you all credit to uh, NitroWave TC. How's that? I'll
0: I'll take it today, um, but I'll I'll deny that I actually accepted it later. Right. I'll tell the whole group the nice things he said about it. Right. Yeah, nice. all right,
1: okay, if all your bands, if all you guys are all in, in the octagon, who wins in a fight?
0: In North Innsbruck,
1: every time. I don't fuck some, around. Oh, right. I don't know if I can say that on the show. <laughs> My bad.
0: You got me excited. It's at the second half of the show. Yes, we can do that. It's
1: powerful. There we go. Yeah. This is yeah. like, right. a, yeah. Listening to this episode, it's like testosterone replacement therapy. It's powerful. Big time. Mm, if you had low T before, yeah. you don't know. We're talking about Arnold, we're talking about Stallone red dawn is that Wolverines? what i feeling yes that's what you're <laughs> feeling We're nice. getting
2: juice here tonight on amish baby machine. yes <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it was my beverage of choice but now i know yes.
0: what it is no Mike, my I'm tea water. so
2: yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> oh, all right
1: man. and until next time guys thanks for enjoying this episode we'll thanks, see you thanks. you've just enjoyed the amish baby machine pop culture podcast